with the boss of the business, the What The Heck Show, on UnionPowerRadio.com. Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Guess who's back? That's right. Thank you for listening to the What the Heck show here on August 15, 2021. Thank you for listening to the What The Heck Show here on Union Power Radio. And guess who's back? I'm by myself again. I don't have Tony. I don't have I don't have Jamie. I don't have Carl. I have nobody in the studio. Just me, myself, and I. And that's what I'm playing this song. Guess who's back? Because I'm back. And I'm going to put out some good shit for you to understand this uh, local 804 election. And I'm going to talk about the IBT election also, but mainly local 804 elections and the bullshit that's going on out there. And I'm going to continue and I'm going to let it known out there that, you know, you can put out shit, but you got to back up your shit. And I'm going to make sure that you understand the bullshit that goes on in a local 804 elections with the shit they put out there. And the shit that they just throw to the wall and see if it sticks. But I'm gonna make it unstick. That's right. Guess who's back? That's right. That's right. That's right. You're listening to the What the Heck show here on Union Power Radio. And you know me, I'm here by myself. Tony is on vacation with his family. He's uh, doing something. Uh, last week, we were in Massachusetts in uh, Greg uh, Kerwitz's uh, house that he uh, rented to uh, Tony. Um, and I went up there for the day and did the show up there. And, of course, you guys heard it on the podcast. And I want to thank Greg Kerwitz for, uh, I guess, lending or giving the house to tony for the week and i went up there for a day and it's a nice house it's a nice roomy house uh and he rents it out for a air a amb i believe it's called well it's a lot of things i'm going to be talking about here today on the what the heck show because you know i i'm getting tired of this bullshit uh by uh dirty politics here in local 804 and I'm going to put out the truth out there. You can understand. I'm going to put be putting out 
some things that uh that they said on their website the members first website and some of them has video and some of them are just and i'll go down the names and tell you who didn't do a video and what they are talking about uh i want to start off with uh my good friend you know uh what's his name the good friend of mine's or not a good friend of mine's but he said it at the nominations at one point when he was running with the strong, the weak, uh, the strong, weak, the strong, weak, 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 the weak slate. And welcome Danny Montavo from 43rd Street. I proudly set in the motion the nominations for Eddie Viaca for position of president of Local 804, my good friend, Eddie Viaca. My good friend, Eddie Viata, and I keep saying that in every show, his good friend, the big, the good friend that he backstabbed to get the throne off that seat to get to the way he was that he says he was uh, uh interim acting president because he, him and Murphy and Pickledick decided to put charges on uh, Eddie Viata and get him off the, you know, the seat. That's your good friend. You know, he in nomination, he was like, is this my good friend, Eddie Viata? But in the in meanwhile, he he stabbed him in the back and got him out of there so he could take the throne to the take of the games of throne, the throne of deceit to be president for the two months that he was president there. He pumped up Murphy up to from B.A. to vice president, blah, 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 blah. So anyway. You know, they have this they have these videos out on their website which is members first and I believe they can say it's members first but I believe it's not members first because if what, what I'm going to be talking about today is how they apply to members first. I don't know. I don't think that he's members first, you know? But we're going to we're going to we're going to find out because you know that's what he's saying. Drivers that were uh, introduced. Um, initially, I wasn't uh, in favor of it. He wasn't in favor of it. That's what he said. In regards to new classification, the 22.4 drivers that were uh, introduced. Um, initially, I wasn't uh, in favor of it. Well, that's his words. He says he wasn't in favor. Now he's saying on that on that website of his and in the that uh you know that he wasn't in favor of the twenty two four language. But here he is. So what is it, Mister Montabo? The number here is three four seven four zero three zero seven zero five. If you have to question it, if you want to answer it, which I doubt you will. <laughs> But after you saying that on the video, or after the matter, but remember you saying this? You're going to take it and you're going to run with it. You're going to run with the 22-4 language, which no one likes. And everybody in the United States voted no to that language. And, but, you know, Halford, the two-third rule, threw it down our store and said, this is what you're going to get and this is what it is and how it is. And then he had his officer guys go around and tell, have meetings and tell the members, yeah, yeah, we're gonna. But that's what was handed down to us. We're gonna take it. We're gonna run with it. We're gonna make it work for us. We're gonna take it. We're gonna run with it. We're gonna make it work for us. We're gonna take it. We're gonna run with it. We're gonna make it work for us. We're gonna take it. We
This, this is the same thing that's happened when he was in the strong slate. Now he put a slate together called Members First, which... Uh, <laughs> members First, I, I, I believe it's Management First. That's the slate. That's what it should be because there's a lot of management uh, input on this election of 804. Uh, I know for a fact that they are getting information from labor because labor is sick and tired of EMS killing them on arbitration, killing them in grievances, paying out all these grievances. I, I just had a, a manager call me the other day. I mean, an ops manager fucking telling me, ripping me a new asshole about all these grievances that, you know, they paying out. I mean, he's, he was he was bluntly with the money and he says i'm not going to pay six thousand dollars anymore on grievances this is this is going to end and i was like listen you this is how it's going to end obey by the contract and you won't get grieved you know if your if your management team is 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 not uh going by the contract and and violating the contract to the members the members have the right to grieve and when we grieve you guys are paying for it because you know it's a legit grievance we're not, you know, we don't want to, no one wants to write grievances. We just want you to go by the contract book and fucking do the contract right. For you won't have no grievance and you won't pay out all that money. And I, and, and I said to him, I said, why are you getting mad for? I mean, it's not even coming out of your pocket. You know, you, you, you're sounding like it's coming out of your pocket. It's coming out of the company's pocket, which probably they tell them go ahead disobey the fucking contract and they'll grieve it like you all like all management to have you guys tell the management management are telling everybody uh, just grieve it so that's what we're doing we're grieving the contract and now that you guys are paying out and you don't want to pay for grievances now that you're saying that oh there's too many grievances this is the way it is this is how ems works this is how the shop stewards are working and together we're putting a, a, a hole in your, uh, you know, in your company. So the thing is that um, along again, yes, very good. I'm glad I don't have Tony to stop me or Jamie. Anyway, so uh, it's funny that an ops manager called me and tell, tell me that because, you know, we are doing and the, the shop stewards are doing a fantastic job. Uh, and the BAs are doing a fantastic job in fighting against this company when, when they violate the contract. And that's only right. It's only right. You can get upset all you want, management people, because you're listening. Uh, you know, you can get mad all you want. Just, you know, the only thing we ask, stop violating our rights, our contract, and we'll stop writing the grievances. Until then, you're going to get grieved because that's the proceeding of the the grievance procedures. And Article 18 in the in the book so we you know the the grievance procedures is as is if you violate the contract we grieve it you we then you pay simple as that all right so let's get back into the local 804 elections here because you know i got a lot of things that i want to put out there you know because you know it's got to be put out there because this is what it is members first is like you know They're putting out false information, and, and 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 one thing I don't like is false information. It's just just say what you're gonna say, what you're gonna do for this local, why you're running against this uh, executive board, what are you gonna do different to this board that's happened, that's having a, a fantastic time with the members and 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 doing the right thing by the members and moving this uh, local forward because. 
you guys in strong last uh, term, you guys only brung the local back 10 years. And you talk on your speech, oh, I, if the company is 15 years ahead, we got to be 20 years ahead. Yes, you're absolutely right about that. But guess what? But when you guys were in office, the, the company was 55 years ahead and you guys were 30 years behind. So we brought this back, this local with EMS did, and um, I'm, I'm, I'm happy that we, our name is back on the map with 804. 804 is back on the map due to the fact that we're doing everything to help the members to get those grievance pays that you guys were putting in, you know, in your drawer or didn't put in the computer. And we'll talk about that a little later also, because, you know, in your speeches, in your little YouTube uh, five subscriptions, that's crazy. They put out a YouTube channel and only five people to uh, subscribe to that channel. I want to know who those five people are. <laughs> Not a lot of likes. Not a lot of likes. What I want to talk about uh, also what, um, you know, because they put out shit. And I, and I can tell you what, what went down. They went down. They went to uh, Danny Cross's house. They had a little uh, members first meeting. And they were saying to amongst themselves, I'm, I could probably, if I was a fly in that war, I'd probably hear this. What are we going to run on? What are we going to run on? We, we, well, this is the, your answer to your question. Run on merits. Run on what you could do better to this local to make this local as strong as it is now or stronger. And I hate to use the word strong because they really were a weak slate. I should call them the weak slate. And then members first. Uh, you say you're putting members first. And I'm going to run down a lot of things that you guys said which makes me question it, that it, are you for members first? Because I have a quote, a quote. And, and another thing I want to I bring out, because I'm going to bring out that quote in the field. Another thing that I want to bring out, when they were running at the weak slate, I mean strong slate, whatever, the, the previous slate, when they were running, they never mentioned anything about Ron Carey. Not a word about Ron Carey. And the reason they didn't mention anything about Ron Kane when they ran with Strong, the Strong Slate, is because Tim, they were running against Tim Sylvester. And they knew that Tim Sylvester was a high guy with, Tim, with Ron Carey. And, you know, if they talked about Ron Carey then, they would just give more votes to whatever. I, I, don't, I don't see the knowledge of it. If you're going to talk about Ron Carey, talk about all the good things and everything. So now in this campaign which is the members first. <laughs> yeah. So this, this campaign, now they mentioning fucking Ron Carey like crazy now. Like, man, Ron Carey was a good, he was. Everybody knew Ron Carey was a good guy. He's a, he was a straight up union guy. He fought for the rights. He forced for a lot of things on the contract. Yes, we know that. But you guys didn't never mention them, Montawa or Murphy or the Strong Slate, anything about Ron Carey when y'all ran in Strong, only because of the fact you were running against Tim Sylvester. And you know Tim Sylvester was a highly uh, guy with Ron Carey, so you didn't want to pump up his votes because of that. So now you're here in Members First, and now you're mentioning Ron Carey a lot. A whole lot. Why? 
why you're mentioning Ryan Carey now. It's past tense for you guys because you should have did it when you was in the strong, but you was head over heels and straight up head up Hoffa's ass, and you be you were trying to make this local a Hoffa local, which it didn't fucking work. It backfired on you guys. The last time you, Montavo, and you, Murphy, was in office, you guys went directly to the members. That was not members' first uh, kind of move. That was, uh, let's get these guys before they can run against us in the f next three years. And that was fucked up because you did not think about members first. Yes, a lot of applause because it's me. That's why, Kerwood. And it was you guys, and I wanted I didn't want to applaud to you guys because you guys was uh whatever. <laughs> so anyway, uh <laughs> it's uh yep, I am flying solo. So now that you're campaigning for members first and your and your whole slate that you know are talking about Ryan Carey, it just it's just like a punch in everybody's face in Local 804 because you guys never mentioned Ron Carey. You actually wanted to take the name off the 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 war of Ron Carey when you guys were in office, and you know, and you got you got your shit told to you guys not to do it, and you didn't do it. But if it was up to you guys, you guys would have took that name right off the war of Ron Carey, and that's bullshit. And now you're trying to promote it as as. Oh, he was a good man. He was a good man. He was a good man. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play you a little clip of Murphy talking about Ron Carey, and then I'm going to talk to you about what the fuck he was talking about because he did almost the same thing. He did the same thing, and I'm going to let you let, listen to this clip. I did. Ron instilled a work ethic in, in the board that he, was, that he worked with. He worked hard until he got to the IBT. Unfortunately, things didn't go his way, and, and um, they were trumped-up charges on him, and they got him out of office. Trumped-up charges. It was sad that he got trumped-up charges. Guess what, Murphy? You guys put up trumped-up charges on Tim Sylvester, Reynolds, Vinny, and all of them. So was that a sad day also, Murphy? So, I mean, you got to watch what you say on these videos, that clips that you have. You said that you were, you know, that he, you felt bad of his Trump, you know, his Trump charges that Ron Carey got from the IBT. And it was sad. It was a sad day, Murphy, right? But was it a sad day when you went after your own members? Was it a sad day? Because I don't know. You're confusing me. Either you, you think that bringing charges against members is not good at all and it was a sad day for Ron Carey, but you did it. You did it when you was in strong. You pickle dick and and Montavo and and Eddie and all of those guys put up charges against members. Ron did. Ron instilled a work ethic in in the board that he was that he worked with. He worked hard until he got to the IBT. Unfortunately, things didn't go his way, and and um, they were trumped up charges on him, and they got him out of office. That was a sad day in this country for unions. It was a sad day. It was a sad day that you brought up charges on Eddie, on your own president. That was a sad day, too. You guys say, preach this thing called members first. Where? Where is members first? Because you got into office. You went after, a, you went after guys 
to get them not to run against you in 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 three years. You went and put trumped up charges. You did kangaroo court. You hire a criminal lawyer. A criminal lawyer. When I say criminal lawyer, that means that this guy, the lawyer, he became a lawyer while he was in jail. Okay? He was a he was a criminal before he became a lawyer. He was a bad criminal, federal criminal. He got his education inside jail. He passed his bar exam, and then you had him representing a criminal lawyer for these trumped up charges against the members first members first. So you went after the members first. So the name, the name is good because you went after the members first. That's, that's, that should be the name of your slate. I went after the members first. Because members first, that's not the thing. And then to, to, to talk about Ron Carey and how they trumped up charges, you guys did the same thing. Newsflash, you guys did the same thing that the IBT did to Ron Carey. Was those trumped up charges also? Of course they was because at the end, they got relieved. They got good, you know, good standings now because it, all the charges were dropped. All the charges were dropped. There's a comment that says Eddie deserved to be removed. He was having an affair with one of the girls inside the local office, which, yes and no. He got removed not because he had an affair. He got removed because they set him up. They set him up with giving her a raise. They set him up by filming him, following him, going to a hotel. Whatever he does in his personal life is his personal life. If he used the union um, money to do what he did, yes, he deserves to get the hell out of there. It's the bylaws. That's why we have bylaws in the contract. The bylaws is to be followed. Okay? That's, that's what it is. And if you don't know the bylaws, then why are you in office? Do you know you have to be in good standings for 24 months? Do you know that? <laughs> bylaws says it. And if you was in the office, you would have read the bylaws. And if you're an executive officer in, in office, you must go down. You have to read the bylaws. I read the bylaws. And everybody that I work with read the bylaws. So if you're in office, you got to know what is right and what is wrong, what is right by the bylaws and what you cannot do and can do by the bylaws. If you don't read those bylaws while you're in office, of course, you're going to do something that's wrong. And it is what it is. Tim Sylvester knew the bylaws. He knew the bylaws. That's why I said and I say it to this day. He got dropped over all his charges and he's down. He's in good standings. But I still stand about the fact that he should have notified the members. He should have notified the members about the money they were taking from their vacation time. I still think he should have notified the members. And I feel that with that said, he shouldn't have a two-year suspension. He should have had some suspension for not following the bylaws because that's what the bylaws are there for, to be followed by executive officers. Simple as that. Am I glad that he's in good standings now? Because yes, because they threw, they put him, they put his name through the mud, the strong people, and that's what another a clip that I have that Murphy said, and I want to play it because I want to talk about that too. Because he says he has three reasons that he wants to get into office. None of those reasons state. None of those reasons state what he's going to do better in the office. You're going to hear this. 
take a short what bylaws anyway so whatever i'm gonna start reading that i'm getting uh distracted with carl he should have been here anyway um i'm gonna play you a clip of what he said in his bio about three reasons why he wanted to get into office let's hear him there were two reasons why i came back three reasons actually one to clear danny's name because the present board lied their whole existence to get into office was built on a lie to lie about danny montavo okay that's the only reason he gave why he wants to get into office because he didn't say the other two reasons he says one reason is to get into office because he wants to clear danny's name so when you say members first, your first agenda is to clear Danny's name. I don't know what you're going to clear Danny's name of, but I don't. I, it, it just it just bothers me that you're saying members first, and this is what it is. This is what it is. This is what you said in your bio. I didn't. I didn't edit it. I only took the part out that it sounds like. What the fuck are you saying? You're going into office. To clear his name? Really? Why Why say members first if you're going into office just to clear his name? I want, I want to know about that. Let's rewind it. Let's hear it. There were two reasons why I came back. No, three, three reasons. reasons, actually. One, to clear Danny's name because the present board lied. Their whole existence to get into office was built on a lie, to lie about Danny Montalvo. Yeah. Okay. So you want to, you want people to vote for you to get into office to clear Danny's name. I don't know what you need to clear Danny's name. I don't know what Danny did. What? What? Because he backstabbed the president, his own president, to get the throne of the chair. I don't, what? What do you need to clear his name for? Isn't your slate name members first? So you should be thinking about saying when you're going to get into office. What you're going to do, what are you going to make, how are you going to make the members first? Who's talking is Murphy. Murphy, Tom Murphy is talking right now. There were two reasons why I came back. Three reasons, actually. One, to clear Danny's name because the present board lied. Their whole existence to get into office was built on a lie, to lie about Danny Montalvo. Okay, so I don't know. EMS didn't say anything about any about Danny Montawa to get into office. We had a plan. We had a plan. Vinny had a plan and he's been up to date with his plan. He's been doing nothing but good things for the local people. You listen, you're not going to, it's 8,000 members. You, everyone is not going to be happy, but the ones that are, are, are getting happy are the ones that are noticing the difference between their slate and our slate. Those are the ones that knows the difference and what the changes are here in Local 804. It is what it is. And then, you know, the thing is that, you know, you have guys now on this slate that is, is, is unbelievable what I see. But, you know, you have a one guy that, you know, I call him Code, Mr. Code 26. And I'll explain to you why he's Code 26. But I want to let you listen to his plan on uh his name is kelly ryan kelly our team can deliver a new way forward and we have a plan and we have a a formula where we can bring 
Wait, I got to pause that because let me rewind that. He says he has a formula. A formula. This guy's a scientist. He's going to put something together. Let's see what he says. Well, we can bring this local and elevate it to a new level that we that no one's ever seen. You know what? No one ever seen you. That's who they never seen. You, uh, you, you're not active. You're not. You, I don't. I, I don't see you. You're not active. You know that thing that happened at Laurelton. I, I'm just disgusted that you even talked about it. That you even talked about it because there was members there that came from your center out in Suffolk. A long ride. I will explain what is Code 26 in a few minutes. Code 26 is schedule off. Schedule off. When you get schedule off, that's no pay. No pay to the pension, no pay to you. The, the company's happy. It's a win-win for the company. They don't have to pay you. They don't have to pay to the pension. And you're free. So anyway, getting back to the Laurelton, I, you know, I got disgusted when I heard his bio on him talking about Laurelton when he never showed up. He never came there to support those 10 part-timers. Again now with uh, the incident that just happened in the Laurelton building with uh, the part-timers that were put on the street again for two weeks, just like we were. And I've seen a lot of circus. I've seen a lot of um, grandstanding, a lot of campaigning for something, a cause other than the people's jobs and the families and the people who are out in the street there. And if we don't change this, our local is going to be treading water forever. Our local will be tread in water. <laughs> this is a guy that never showed up to any of the rallies. He didn't. I mean, a lot of guys from his center, and that's Suffolk, and that's about an hour and a half away from uh, Laurelton. We had a lot, a lot of rank and file members that showed up from Melville, from Suffolk, from Nassau, showed up those good rank rank and file members and i applaud you guys for taking the time and coming and showing your support for those uh uh laurelton 10 that was and, and and by the way he he failed to mention that it was two women pregnant women that got walked out out of those tens and he didn't mention that at all or he mentioned how it was a circus yes it was a fun circus because you know what management listen they responded and to this day those 10 part-time workers that you didn't come and support them at the front gates from your old building because you know i know you know how to get there because you were from laurelton and you got transferred to suffolk and uh, suffolk all rank and files made it there to laurelton you didn't make it there to support those 10 part-timers and guess what newsflash hello you should have mentioned that they got back pay they got their jobs back and they are happy as hell right now you didn't mention that, right? Let's see. Let's put it back. Happening again now with uh, the incident that just happened in the Laurelton building with uh, the part-timers that were put on the street again for two weeks, just like we were. And I've seen a lot of circus. I've seen a lot of um, grandstanding, a lot of campaigning for something, a cause other than the people's jobs and the families and the people who are out in the street there. And... If we don't change this, our local is going to be treading water forever. Congratulations, you played yourself. Congratulations, you played yourself. 
That's right. Congratulations. You did play yourself. I can't believe that you have the audacity to fucking talk about Laurelton 10 part-times when you didn't even show up to any of the rallies. And you're talking in your bio about how the part-times need to be respected. First, let me give you a lesson of respect. Okay? I was a shop steward for nine years. And never, and never in my nine years of shop steward that I did a discipline case Go into the office, do discipline, and then go home right afterwards, okay? Because your route went out already. They gave it because you was too long in the discipline case, and then they you decided, oh, you know, oh, well, I'm not, I'm going to go home from there. So you got paid to do nothing. You represent, you, you know, as a shop steward, you got to show that you are there to work. If you're there to go in, into an office to have a discipline case or to talk about discipline, and then after, because it took so long, you know, now your route is out or out there. Instead of you asking or having someone ride you to your route, you decide to go home. Cheers. So it disgusted me when you're buying, when you're talking about the Laurelton 10, and then you never came to the rally ever. You was not, I was there every day of the rally and you wasn't there not one time. And also your co, your, your guys, your members first also, none of them were there also. Absolutely none of them. They didn't go there to support those 10. And, and if the difference is the difference. If you don't like the slate that's there, but it's a, this is not about the slate. This is about the solidarity and being there for the members. It's not about who you don't like, okay? It's about you being there and 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 supporting the fact that these people got wrongfully discharged and you should have been there if even if you don't like EMS even if you don't like Vinny you don't like Hector you don't like Lou you don't like any of us you put that aside you put that aside your personal feelings towards us you put it aside because you're there for one reason only is to show support to your fellow brothers and sisters that got wrongfully discharged and just you being there and showing them that you support them, it would have been a hundred words better or what you're saying. You're talking about Laurelton like you was there, like you knew the situation. You was not there. That was your old building. You went and you went to Suffolk. You couldn't, you know how to get there. Because you've been in that building. Why you didn't go outside and put your differences aside and say, I'm here for my brothers and sisters. I'm here for my brothers and sisters. Not political. I'm here for my brothers and sisters. Did you do that? Absolutely not. It gives you no right to put on your bio, oh, there was a circus out there. Yeah, it was fun. We had music. We had a fucking panther. We had a fucking display truck. We had the the um, the pig. We had we had everything there, and all we needed was the support from another brother and sister to come down and show support to another brother and sister, and you didn't do that. It gives you no right to talk about on your bio how how it's crazy. Talk about how good it happened. What happened to that? How we took a display truck to 
a ops manager's uh, house to show them that we were serious and we support our brothers and sisters, our part-time brothers and sisters. That's support. That's members first. That's what you mean when I mean about members first. You have the, tie, the, the, the slate calling members first. Where were you? Where were you? And people, and you see them on the, in, in, on the doors uh, campaigning, ask them that. Ask them, where were you when the 10 got fired? Where were you? Ask them that. I guarantee you they don't have, they, this is the sound they're going to give you. That's exactly what they're going to say to you because none of them on that slate, members first, were there. We're at that rally to support a brother and sister. You put your differences aside. You might not like the slate, but you put that aside. And you go there and support your brothers and sisters. Simple as that. And, and then you put it on your bio like, oh, yeah, you know, that was wrong. Yeah, yeah, it was wrong. They were wrongfully fucking discharged. If you don't like any one of us, that's fine. Keep it aside. That's your opinion. My opinion. But to support another brother and sister, you should have been at that rally. You should have been in the front saying, you know, cheering with us to get their jobs back. But you wasn't there. So it gives you no right to even talk about it on your bio. But you did. You did. <sighs> wow. I could talk more about that. But I'm going to go back into um, Murphy. Because he talks about grievances. He talks about grievances on his bio. And this is all I'm getting the clips from the bios. This is Local 804. Uh, <clears throat> election year here in Local 804. And you listen, if you're going to put out stuff, put it out. But put out the right stuff. Don't put shit on. Don't throw shit on the fucking wall and thinking it's going to stick. Just put out the right shit. Talk about the positive of what you're going to do to the membership. Don't divide this local because what you're doing now is dividing the local. What you're aiming for is the people, the, the newborns, the new guys that don't know the history of you guys being in the strong office when you guys put grievances away and it, 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 grievances are gone, 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 gone. So now you're trying to get you know, the newborns to understand that you guys are the best of the best of the best, which you're not, you're not, you're not, you know? Mm -mm. No. Even he says no. it. No, 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 no. Hell no. 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 I refuse. No. No. So now I'm going to play a clip with uh, Murphy talking about grievances, how you <laughs> just so fucking funny. I want to instill into the members that they have a contract that the company has to abide by file your grievances, stick up for yourself. You work hard every day to uh, make a profit for this company, stand up for yourself and let yourself be heard. And that was, that's what upsets me that you tell, you, you know, tell the members to stick up for themselves with the uh, right grievances. Yeah. They wrote grievances when you guys were in office, you did nothing with those grievances, but throw them in the garbage. You had a guy named Mar uh, Mark Johnson that was a MIA at a, at, at the Brooklyn facility and he his his computer was clean as hell and he had no grievance pending he had no grievance following nothing 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 but that's what you guys did you guys didn't give a fuck about the members okay you all you cared about those 3 years is to get the people out that 
potentially have to run against you guys. And, and guess what? It backfired. It backfired and it killed you guys that it backfired. You know, you say, you got, I got another quote from you that I had to take these quotes from your bio, uh, protecting the member. Let's see. Uh, initially as a business agent and then towards the end of the term, I became vice president. Yeah, you became vice president only because your boy, Danny, you know, it's a whole game. Let me tell you about how this works. When a president is being relieved from his duty uh, in the local one, he's still active. So what happened was that uh, the next one online, if the president gets released from a, a election, I mean, from executive board that the IBT suspends him and he has to be removed. The next one up is the secretary of treasure. That's the second in command. The second in command, Secretary takes over the local. So the deal was, listen, <laughs> hey, John, don't take that position. Pass it on to me. And that's Danny Montali because he's the vice president. So if he, if the Secretary of Treasury don't take it, it goes to the next guy, which is the vice president. And I'm sure Murphy and Montali got into John Z and says, listen, let me take over. The, the. It was all a game. It was all a setup, you know. So John didn't take the, the position of the president, and then he gave it to uh, he gave it to uh, to Montabo, became the acting president of the local. And in return, he took a BA. He didn't ask the recording secretary for it. He didn't ask uh, anybody else. The next guy online, uh, the recording secretary, to take over as vice president. He asked his friend Murphy to take over. Murphy was a BA. And he wasn't even a trustee. He had to ask the trustees, too. And he didn't ask their trustees. He took the BA, his friend, the one that wants to clear him when he, if he gets into office, not about members first, he wants to clear his name. So he took Murphy and put him as a vice president for the three months they were in charge in the, you know, in, in the game, the throne seat. And the reason I'm I'm doing this is because I'm tired it I'm tired of the bullshit that I'm hearing out there and and people and members need to know. That's why I say let members hear this podcast. Let them know what these guys are saying and it's all false stuff. It's 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 crazy. When we were in office, we concentrating on protecting the member. <laughs> I have to laugh at that. They were in office to protect the members. And meanwhile, they were going after the members to get them suspended so they could make sure they don't run against them. So how do you protect the member when you're in office? Every member that you were going after were union pay, uh, paid members. So they were members. They were actually members. You didn't protect them. You went after them. All right. So uh, initially as a business agent and then towards the end of the term, I became vice president. You became vice president, not because you was elected as vice president. You became vice president because Montabo put you in that spot because, you know, he skipped everybody else. And, you know, let, let, let me hook up my friend and put him in that spot. Yeah. OK. When we were in office, we concentrating on protecting the member. You were in office to protect the member. No one was protected at that time when you were in office. Every member, and I can call the guy up from the insurance place, and I'm going to tell you what about this insurance place. 
This insurance, it was insurance to protect your employment in case you do get fired. In case you do get fired, you know, you have insurance that will, will, will support you while you go to arbitration. And let me tell you something. He, what the, the insurance guy said, everybody was getting it when you guys were in office because we were scared. Everyone, even myself, I got that insurance myself because... I didn't know what you guys, man. You guys were just like fucking, it was just scary that you were going to lose your job and then have you guys represent us at the panel and do a Q&A and fuck that all up for it or do favors. Hey, I'll give you this guy. You give me this guy. And we'll talk about horse trading also. I got so much to say about it. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Joan just put it up. That insurance, the, the insurance guy that runs that, told me that the increase of people getting insurance on that time they were in, 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 in office was crazy at 100%. Local 804 members were calling that number, getting insurance because they didn't feel protected with Strong. They didn't feel protected. I didn't feel protected. I was an aggressive shop steward. I, I had to calm down just a little bit. Believe it or not, I had to calm down just a little bit. Because I wasn't protected. I didn't have the protection of the strong slate. So I had to get that insurance just to make sure that financially they're not going to fuck me. And a lot of members of 804 did that. But I talked to the guy after they got out of office and now the EMS. And let me tell you something. From 100%, it went down to 30% because everybody knew that EMS was there to protect them and to save their jobs and to do whatever they got to do to hook them up. And they all dropped that insurance in 2019. And I spoke to the guy. He saw a big increase when Strong was in office and then a decrease when EMS got into office. What that tells you? What do that tell you? No one felt protected as a when you guys were in Strong what makes you think you're going to protect, and this is what we're talking about because he says protecting the member. What makes you think that you're going to protect the member when you go after the member? I'm going to play another little clip that he says that he, they won the election. I'll tell you how they won the election. And I myself and many members on our board work day and night to... They work day and night. Another lie. Because shit, dude, I spoke and I and I, and I investigated and, and that car lot was 90%, 90% empty every day. So they wasn't really working. They were doing what they had to do, visit some building, if they visit buildings, and then they go home from there. Feel like, make, make the members feel like there was someone around in the prior. You wasn't around. How are you going to make feel you was around? Like I said, man, I said an example. I don't know if it's a fucking good example, whatever. Just Hector's mean. You know, this is the way I think. If a horse and a pony take a shit, it's the same shit. You understand what I'm saying? So you was in that strong slate, and now you're going into the member's first slate. It's the same shit. Same fucking shit. Establishment that was there before us. Uh, one of the main reasons why we won the election was they didn't come to work. Wrong. The, the reason you won the election and you was totally surprised because it was only 70 votes. 70 votes. I mean, I always say, listen, if it's one vote, you win. It is what it is. But 70 votes in a big... 
uh, office election. And the only reason you guys got that 70 votes is because of Liam. Liam decided to run a slate and took away from Tim. And that's why you won for 70 votes. And I guarantee you, when you guys heard that you won that time, you all looked at each other like, what are we going to do now? And that's exactly what happened. You went into office and didn't know what to do. You didn't know that you go and fix the local and make the members, the ones that are paying you to be in that office, to protect them and to do right by them. And you did not do that. You went after them. You went after them and you had a kangaroo court. You thought you was it, everything was good for you guys. Now no one's going to run. We're going to stay here another 10 years or nine years. We were good, but it backfired because you guys did it all wrong. You know, Tim Sylvester did the wrong thing by not reading the bylaws and not notifying the members of his money because you guys, the way you guys put it, that he was stealing from the membership. He wasn't stealing from the membership. He did not steal a dime or penny from the membership. He took his vacation, paid out money, all of them, and they have the right to, okay? Did he do the right thing by not uh, uh, mentioning to the members? No, he did not. I feel I, that's the bottom line. He did not do the right thing by the bylaws by notifying the membership. Okay, it is what it is. But it was your kangaroo court that brought those guys into charges. Vinnie Perone, Scott Demone, all these guys that you just wanted to just grab them all together, hire a lawyer, and we'll talk about a lawyer in a few minutes because. Uh, what's his name? I even forgot his name. The Million Dollar Lawyer. Eddie put it out in the vote on the general membership meeting. He put out a vote to the membership to get rid of the Million Dollar Lawyer. Walter Kane, that's his name. To get rid of his, to get rid of that guy. And it was a, a not, I mean, it was hands up. Everybody was, yes, yes, get rid of that Million Dollar Lawyer. So the members spoke. That's listening to the members first. That's what you listen to. You listen to the members, and that's who they are. They first. So Eddie had a vote. Everyone voted for the million-dollar guy to be gone. And guess what? With the votes of the members, the million-dollar lawyer, gone. So your, your setup to Eddie... You set him up. You got him fired. You got him out of the, uh, the hall. You, you took the throne. And what you do... You go against the members. You go against the members what they voted. They voted to get that cane, that $1 million lawyer out of, the, out of Local 804 for good. You took the throne from Eddie after you backstabbed him. And you brung back that lawyer. Because why? Why? Against the members' will. Against what the members voted. They voted not to have him come back to a local 84. You brought him back when you took that throne. You brought him back against the members. And you're putting a slate members first? Members first means obey what they want, what they're giving you, what they asked for. They asked for to get rid of that million dollar lawyer and you brought him back. And you want to get into office again to bring him back again against the members. Okay, your quote saying to someone that came back to me, and by the way, someone in your camp is talking. So he came back to me and said that he has a mission. 
We need to bring him back because he's got unfinished business. I tell you what his unfinished business, collecting that $1 million and collecting that phone call for $2,500 or $5,000. That's his mission. He's going to rob. He's going to break us back. He's going to bring us back. Right now, the, 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 the local is doing good with money, the, the funds, the pension, everything. You want to bring back, you want to get into office to bring this guy back to charge you, what, $2 million now because of inflation? Or $1.5 million to represent what? He was never there. If you call him, you're paying. You know, and you guys talk about loyalty. Where was the loyalty to your president, to the guy? To the guy that you call your good friend. Your good friend. And welcome, Danny Montavo from 43rd Street. I proudly set in the motion the nominations for Eddie Viaca for position of President of Local 804. My good friend, Eddie Viaca. My good friend, Eddie Viata. This is the same guy you fucking backstabbed and got him out of the seat. Okay? And then and then to, to put it out there, oh, you got him out of the seat, not because of the affair. You got him out there because he gave the the person a ten thousand dollar raise without your authorization. Well, newsflash. No, no, no. Where is it? No, no. You might no, fool a no, new guy, no, but you're not gonna no, fool guys that already no, know. No, no. I refuse. No. That's no. right. No, because for them to get a raise, you have to have a executive board meeting to approve that raise and i'm sure you guys had i wish i could get the minutes from that that meeting that you approve all of you approved that raise okay so he was you know doing what he's doing on his personal time and you guys followed him and try to blame hector that hector hired a private detective to follow him around with this uh this uh, other employee you're wrong with that too it's not going to work. And I know you guys are going to try to bring it out in this campaign. Go ahead. Bring it out. Show me. Show me the money. Show me the proof that I was the one that hired a private investigator <laughs> with my money to follow Eddie around. Okay. Yeah, sure. And also, you know, now that, uh, you know, you guys are putting out just stuff out there, dirt and shit that's to see if it stuck, sticks to the wall. You know, you have John Guess. Hi, John Guess. I gave you the opportunity to apologize to the uh, Facebook about your wrong information that you had. So he put out a riddle out on Facebook saying, what do you call a member that steals from another member's account? <laughs> I just want to say you, you you got wrong information, and I was waiting for him to announce it was me because with that riddle, he just had people scaling like, who, who, what, who, when, how, who, who, come on, tell me, please, hey, please, please, please tell me. Who is it? I'm dying here. I'm dying. I'm dying. I'm dying. I already knew that riddle because I already knew that this, they, they, they got nothing positive to say, and now they're going to put out bullshit out there. So he did. He put out the bullshit. He put out the first fire gunshots i remember i was going to puerto rico and i didn't answer till two o'clock in the morning when i answered i was answering like badly like i waited for him to 
because throughout the week he didn't he didn't announce who 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 he was talking about and then finally he puts my picture up with a little clip of my radio show and by the way i don't give a fuck that you take clips out of my radio show too bad. You could come on this radio show with Tony and Jamie and then, you know, tell the members what you really transparent. I won't be here. The only thing I do, I work the keyboards because there's a lot of buttons here. And Greg will, sh- they will tell you that. There's a lot of buttons. It's like running a, a, a show. So, so John, guess you said something on your bio that really fucking bugged me out. And I took the clip and I'm going to run it for you guys. The clip of this, what you, what you said. Because I want people to understand what you said and what you did on Facebook to try to make my name garbage. And then when the, the CEO of the uh, credit union um, told you that it was nobody stealing anybody's money, it was just simple fucking mistake from their part, not my part. You should have went there on Facebook and says, oh, shit, I apologize. I got the wrong information. But it's okay. You did not do that. So you want to be members first. You want to be the guy. This is what your, your bios. This is not me. This is your bio. Hold on. Congratulations. You put. That's not the one. This is the one. But that's just, just, that's just the way that I am. I mean, um, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. I'll, I'll tell you that I'm wrong and I'll learn from it. Well, guess what, John? Guess I told you you was wrong. You did not admit to it. This is your bio. This is what I got from your bio. That if you're wrong, I'll tell you I'm wrong. Let's hear it again. But that's just just that's just the way that I am. I mean, um, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. I'll I'll tell you that I'm wrong, and I'll learn from it. Okay, so I told you you were wrong. You didn't tell me you were wrong, and you haven't learned anything from it. So what are you telling the members? This is your bio. This is your video on YouTube that has only five describers. To be at that, five people are really describing to your bios. Um, this is what you're saying. You're saying if you're wrong, you're wrong. I'll tell you I'm wrong. And I'll learn from it. I don't know. But that's just, just, that's just the way that I am. I mean, um, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. I'll, I'll tell you that I'm wrong. And I'll learn from it. Right. So you was, you was, you were wrong. You haven't admitted on Facebook that you were wrong, that you had misinformation and that you were wrong. And what you was trying to do to tarnish Hector's name by saying he's a thief, he's a thief, he's a thief. I'm beyond that. Believe me. I don't like thieves. I don't like liars. Okay. And you're a liar. You're a liar. You didn't have the right. Listen, I, I'm, I was good to let you be the person you are. I text you on the side. You could have you said on your text to me. I should have went to you first. You should have went to me first as a brother, the brother tinkster. You should have went to me first. You should have asked me the questions that you wanted to ask. You should have said, oh, shit. Thank God I didn't put it on Facebook because if you talk to me, you would have known ah, I'm not going to put this on Facebook because it's going to backfire on my ass. Guess what? You do it. You did. You did one of these moves that your president, that your the guy that's running with you, did. Okay, you did this. You took it and you ran with it because I could understand when you guys were at Danny Cross House having meetings of members first, 
and you guys are, well, you know, we don't have members to run on, so let's bash the shit out of the fucking EMS crew. Let's start with Hector. Yeah, I'll put out a riddle out there, and we'll, we'll, we'll put it out there. And, and let me tell you something. It's a federal crime. It's a federal crime to put out information from a credit union, okay? So the inside guy that you have in there, and I'm, I'm not going to even go past him, but, you know, Rocky Webster is an inside guy. Did, did, did Rocky Webster is the one that told you about me trying to steal from a members? He knew the story. So he could have corrected you right there for you won't be embarrassed on Facebook. He should have said, nah, that's not the way it went down. But you took it and ran with it. But that's what was handed down to us. We're going to take it. We're going to run with it. I know everyone I know, I know I'm talking a lot about this, but I had to do it. I have to do this because it was in me to do this. This is my show in the past tense that I tell you how it is, what it is, and I'm going to correct you on shit. If you have a problem, if you're listening, you can easily call 347-403-0705. If you want to talk about it on the air, you want to clear what I'm saying, it is as false information that I'm saying, uh, fine. But remember, these clips that I'm getting, they're not edit. These are from your YouTubes, and I'm bringing them to you, okay? I'm bringing it to the members for they can understand what you guys are doing, you guys are saying members first. It's no members like, first. It's an agenda that you guys have to make this EMS crew look bad. And it's not working. You, John Guest, out of all people, out of all people that only comes out on election during three years, you never do anything. Where were you at the Laurelton 10? You wasn't out there cheering and helping and saying, fuck the company, you know, get those guys jobs back. You wasn't there. The pol politics people were there. Uh, rank and file from your center was there. You know, you wasn't there. You wasn't there. Where were you the past three years? What happened when they said uh, and one general membership meeting when they all applaud <laughs> for the legend? Pete Massandrea retiring and, 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 and he's out. Where were you doing this? You sat down while everybody gave him a standing oblation. Obey, and you sat down and played with your cell phone. You didn't even care about that member retiring. And you want to do members first? So anyway... <clears throat> So I'm I'm correcting you now because this is what you said in your bio. But that's just just, that's just the way that I am. I mean, um, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. I'll I'll tell you that I'm wrong, and I'll learn from it. Yeah, well, you haven't learned from it because you haven't put it out there that you were wrong. You had misinformation. Tell the members, listen, I'm, I apologize to Hector, but you did not do that. You know what you did sent me though. That I, you know, text messages carry along. And you, when I told you to do what I asked you to do, to go on Facebook and just say that, you know, just to clear you up and say, I was misinformed. I'm sorry to Hector for putting this information out there. I would have been good with that. The members would have been good with that. But yeah, you text me and says, I'll take it. Wait, I'll read it to you. It says, thank you. I'll think about, I'll think about saying that. If you're thinking about saying that, then... What you're saying on your bio is false. Information is a lie. But that's just just that's just the way that I am. I mean, um, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. I'll I'll tell you that I'm wrong, and I'll learn from it. 
Exactly. So that's your bio. I didn't, I didn't edit it. That was your bio. You said that. So you were wrong. You admitted you were wrong to me on text, but you won't put it out there to say I'm wrong. And I was, it was wrong for me to even put a member out there like that. But it is what it is. That's what you're running on. You're running on negativity. You're not running on what can you do? What have you done? What were you going to do? You know, three years. And I always put that out there. Oh, shit. You know, with a guy with a little beaver coming out of the hole and says, is it election year yet? That's you. That is you. It's three. Every three years you run. If you're not running on this slate, you know. And I remember when you, and Craig and, and Tony were like, I'm tired of hearing that fucking story but you begged me me you begged me to run on your rise up slate that you're gonna have a pr person and you want four thousand dollars you 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 caught you told me that you can't stand danny montavo and murphy that was you when you're doing rise up all of a sudden so now you can stand them because they asked you to be a business agent I don't know. I don't, I, don't, I don't get it here. You hated them, and now you're running with them. And, you know, and a success in a, in, a, in a slate going into office, a success is when people get along with each other in that office. Because if you're going in there knowing that you don't like the people that you're going running with, when you get in, and this is a good example of what happened with Strong. They were, not, they were not all put together there to be, you know, one happy family. They hated each other running. And when they got into office, they, everything fell apart. Everything fell apart from Bentoncourt, from Kirk Shocker, from Joe Ficelli. Everything fell apart when they got into office. Because you know why? Because they didn't like each other. They didn't like each other. Somebody wanted the, the throne. The other one wanted the throne. The other one says, no, he shouldn't get the throne. He should be in the throne. You know? So when, newsflash, if you're going into running to slate, make sure that when you gather the guys to run a slate and to be in a slate that A, they have experience, B, they get along with each other. Because that's the main thing. Because if you're running against these people and other slates and you don't like them because you want to get the throne, you're going to say negative things about them. And then guess what? Now you're in the situation that you all together in one slate. And you can't tell me right now. You cannot tell me that all of you like each other. Because that is bullshit right there. That is lying to the membership. You just lying to the membership. You're acting like you like e each other. But you don't. Because as soon as if you guys win office, the shit is going to go downhill from there. So you have to like each other. EMS, we all get along with each other. We have our differences, our agreement to disagree, and only because the fact is it has to do with a member. Okay? We have our, our agreements and disagreements because that's how it is. When you're fighting with your brother, you fight about a toy that you want to get, a, you know, you want to play with that toy. He don't want to allow you. It's always like that with brothers, and at the end of the day, they are brothers, no matter what. But the way you guys are going into office, hating each other now and getting into office, it's just going to be a battle for the fucking throne. It's going to be another battle. So why run? 
Why run if you not liking the people that you are running with? It is what it is. Now, I know I talked about this horse tray uh, uh, thing before in the past uh, um, shows that, it, you know, I felt, you know, they were doing a lot of horse trading. And this is the same thing like I was saying. They did it when they were in the strong slate. What makes you think they're not going to do it now when they're in the members first slate? It's it's a it's a horse trade type of thing. Once you start it, once you know how to do a horse trade or did it before, it's gonna be a continuous horse trade. And members shouldn't be horse traded. And for the new members that are out there and didn't hear about this horse trade that I witnessed, that I fucking witnessed, and what the uh, what came out of it, it was their slate. It was the strong slate. You know, I mean, it can take a cup of water. Hold on. And it was a, a member that got into a car accident, okay? He was at the scene, you know, the supervisor called. He called the supervisor. He did everything right, everything right. The The rookie supervisor didn't know what to say, so he said, just listen, just get his information and just keep rolling, keep moving to the next stop. So he listened to the supervisor. It wind up to be that the guy his car was really, really damaged that he needed a tow truck to there. So when the driver came back to the, to the, to the center, the supervisor grabbed the truck and took it to the body shop right away. Like nothing happened. The next day they pull him into the office. They discharge him for not reporting an accident. And I went fucking ballistic with this shit. And at that time, uh, Dwight Phillips was the BA there. And I went believe I said, bullshit, I'm going to investigate this shit. Something went wrong. This is not right. So I did my investigation the three days that I had to bring him back on the 72. I did my investigation and found out that the rookie supervisor made all the wrong moves. He, he told them to leave. He also uh, took the truck and took it to the body shop to fix the damage on the, on the truck so no one could know. It was, he was trying to hide a accident. And I had him. I had him by his balls. So... My, I went to the next level. I went to HR. I went to LP. And I wanted this guy to be fired and bring my guy back because he had did nothing wrong. So there was a guy out on the street that threw a crayon at a center manager's face, and he was terminated. It happened to be it was Dwight Phillips' friend. So on the, third, on the second day, I, w I go to work at 7.30 every morning. I go into work and I see the guy that got into an accident walking out and behind him was Dwight Phillips and behind Dwight Phillips was the guy that threw the crayon at the manager's face on film and everything. So I asked the guy, I said, Lick, where you going? He goes, oh, I just resigned. I said, what do you mean you resigned? You're going to get your job back. Come. He was like, no, I talked to you. He didn't want to talk to you because Dwight was right behind him. And he goes, he made me resign, pointing to Dwight Phillips. And I went ballistic. And you know how I am. I On the shop floor, I let him have it. You fucking horse trader, you son of a bitch. You don't deserve to be a BA. Get the fuck out of here. You are fucking useless. And then I, I see the guy that he was behind him. And I said, what are you doing here? He said, well, I just got my job back. 
I was like, get the fuck out of here. How the fuck he got his job back? He threw a crayon on video and hit a manager right in his fucking eye. And he got his job back. So I said, this is fucking horse trading, you son of a bitch. Get the fuck out of Brush Avenue. The next day, he was replaced by Kirk Shaka. Because I know Dwight didn't make that move on his own because he's not capable of making decisions like that. He had had to get the decision from the upper, the vice president or the president, to go ahead because he was cool with uh, Montalvo. So I, I figured Montalvo gave him the okay to do that horse trade, bring his guy back to work, and get this guy fired so Hector won't go after the manager because they're all in cahoots with the management. So that's what you that's what I found in horse trading. He gave up one teamster to bring back another teamster. And guess what happened to the guy that he brought back? He got into another physical violent and then he was definitely pulled out of the he was fired again. So horse trading is not we might have horses in our emblem. It doesn't mean that you can trade those horses. And you don't want people in an executive, an executive board, in office, as officers, horse trading on your livelihood. It's the worst thing ever. Because if management wants you badly, you, I want Hector badly. I want him. I want him to get, I want him to disappear from this case. He's a headache. He's a union activist. He's a fucking headache. I need you to do anything possible. And I guarantee you, they went and said, you know, well, you got to get him on something. And then, you know, we'll fuck up on the Q&A, Matt panel, And then he would definitely be gone for good. I hate to clap on that. But that's, that's, that's inside with management. This, this is what they did then. What makes you think that is a change of world now that they're going to run as members first and not do the same operations with labor? Labor right now in the local 804 junction, uh, they are hating the fact that they are working harder. They are uh, miserable. They're losing panel cases. Uh, they they got to pay all these grievances. It's just, it's just a, a lot of work for them right now. And like the labor manager said, you know, it's only four of us. It's 14 of you. Yes, it's 14. It's not 14 of us. He should have, the right thing he should have said is, it's four labor guys and it's 8,000 members against us. You know why? Because 8,000 members are the ones who are getting violated in the contract and they're the ones who's grieving it and we're the ones who are enforcing it. Enforce the contract on your side and you will have a better day. Okay, everyone's allowed to have a bad day. Simple as that. You guys, ever since we got into office, management has been having a bad day every day. And how you fix that problem? By telling the opponents bullshit stories and then they twist it all around and then they throw it out there. Stick it to the wall. Let's see if it sticks. If it sticks, we run with it. We'll, 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 we'll take it and run with it. And this is what's happening. That's dirty politics, if you didn't know. Dirty politics. And dirty politics to get into office, I don't know if that's good anymore. Maybe when Hoffa and them was back then, when you guys were taking, you know, Hoffa's side, you wanted to switch, you know, 8,000, 7,000 members back then to turn into a Hoffa local. And it didn't work, so it didn't work for you. You brought a Hoffa lawyer, yes, 
but it didn't work. So now that you're putting this, this, and, and it's a shame that you're saying members first, but where were members first when you were in office before? They, you wasn't strong enough to put members first? I, I, I don't know where you get these members first. Everyone on your slate is, I, I, I can't say they put members first because it's, it's in the pudding. I mean, we had a rally out there for 10 days or 11 days, whatever the case may be. A lot of rank and files came. You guys, none of you were there. None of you, from the top to the bottom, none of you was there. None. So you also have a guy named uh, Justin. I can't really speak much about him because I really don't know him. And I was looking forward to his bio. I was looking forward to see what he has to say on his bio. And to this day, it still says working on it. Coming soon. I don't know. I wanted to see his video, what he has to say of him being a two-year shop steward and what he did to contribute to being in that position of a BA. I'm looking forward to it. So if you're listening out there, Justin, please put your bio up. I want to know what you have done as a shop steward in the two years and what you bring to the table for the members to understand because members are first on your slate. What are you going to do to make members first? And I know you're going to hate me with this, but it's all good, bro. I still, you know, you're still my teamster brother. If you want to talk to me, you want to say hi to me, it's up to you. It's all good. But I just want members to understand that when you put out that name, members first, then come out with what you're going to do to make members first. Not, you know, these crickets. I'm putting these crickets because, you know, you have no bio. You have, it says coming soon. Am I, am I waiting for a movie to come out? Am I waiting for a, a action? I don't, I don't know. What am I, what's coming soon? Your bio? I would, love, I would love to read your bio. I would love to hear you, what you have to do. Like these guys put out a video. I don't know why you didn't. Was the budget not in there? I mean, it's, if, if it costs a little bit of money to do a video, I'll, I'll give you my services. I'll, I, I could do videos. I have the equipment. And then you have Steve Medina. It's still no video. I would love to hear what, I mean, I, I, you, you could write anything on a bio. You know, you, I mean, you could write anything on the bio, you know. But, you know, when you when you do a video, you, you see the actual, you, guys, if you saw that video of these guys, the body language speaks a lot than your words. Body language, just look at their body language. It's like, they're afraid to speak certain things. They hesitate in speaking in certain things. They language, they, the way they look down on the floor, the way they look the other way, the way they pause. Body language tells a lot. It tells you a lot because it tells you, A, he's telling the truth, or B, he's just full of fucking shit. And these bios that they have with these YouTube shit is full of fucking shit. That's my opinion and my opinion only. Whatever you guys think of it, just look at them, how they speak and look at their body line. Look at their facial because you can't see their whole body. Look at their facial impressions of when they put this out there. 
Their facial impression tells the whole fucking story. And I want to know from this guy, Justin, I want to see his facial reaction. I want to see Steve Medina's facial reaction because it tells you a lot about a person. You can talk the talk like they said. You can talk the talk, but you can't walk the walk. Guess what? You can talk the talk. You can talk the talk, but can you walk the walk? Now you have to prove to the members first that you can walk the walk. Everyone can do the talking. But your facial impressions on that video tells the whole story. I don't even have to listen to the whole thing and know it's bullshit. It's absolutely bullshit. But that's just, just, that's just the way that I am. I mean, that's the, right there in the beginning. This is his bio. When you stutter, when you want to get the words out, that means you're lying. But that's just, just, that's just. That's just, that's just, that's just that's all you hear <clears throat> and that's why I say listen I'm not telling you guys to vote for EMS I'm telling you to research research what they are saying and I guarantee you you're going to see their facial reactions to what they're saying there's not anything that's there that says I'm going to work hard for you, for the members first. That's why we call ourselves members first. Members first means members first. That means take care of your members. You didn't do that then. What is the difference now? So let me get into some... Uh, I, I could get into some more shit, guys. I really do want to get into some more shit, but I think I did enough to make you understand that do your research, listen, look, and learn. What is, is the local bad from three years ago or the local moving forward from three years ago? That's the question that you should ask. If it's not broken, why fix it? Will you go and do a new uh, water heater? It's working perfectly, giving you the hot water, giving you everything. Will you replace it because you just think, you know, the other model looks better? You won't replace it until it breaks, correct? Well, these guys are doing that. What they're doing is if it's not broken, fix, why fix it? Why, if it's nothing going on that this local is moving forward, then why, why run? Why waste the membership money, $35,000? That the, me the members have to put out for this election, this local election. $35,000. We have to pay for the uh, election supervisor. We have to pay for the ballots to go out. That's all has to be paid by us, the union members, the, the ones that work and put that money in the bank. $35,000 could be used for education and anything else that the members want. T-shirts, you know, be proud, Teamster. Be proud, Local 804 guy or woman, sister, brother. So this is what I'm saying. Why run? You just want to divide the local. The, the, the local is going. Everybody is not together right now. We, you know, we, this is Vinny's thing. One, one union, one go. We're, we're, we're striving to that, to, that, to that area. It's working. 
whatever we're doing and whatever the members are doing is working. They like it. They like that we are united. We're getting there. We're not 100%, but we will get there at the 100%. And then you guys are going to come since we we're taking it there. You want to break it up and divide and have people try to vote for you and try to vote. Saying was Z? What? Z was up. Well, whatever. So he's from he's at Puerto Rico. What up? So that I don't I don't get it. Uh, I haven't heard anything that they're gonna do better on any of their bios of what they all they say and how much history and you know in on Murphy he says he's been with the company forty years. His bio says thirty nine years. Okay, he's off by one year. Okay, I got it, got it. But you know, whatever. What are you going to do? You say you got three reasons why you want to get into office. You said one reason, but you didn't say the other two reasons. One reason is to clear Danny's name. How is that members first? You're going in politically to try to clear Danny's name. I don't know what you need to clear Danny's name. Danny did everything on his own. Everything that he's done, it was a reflection to him. You know, I don't know what you're going to clear. You want to clear that he wasn't in with the scandal of Eddie Viata and the person? Let's talk about the girls inside the office. The lawsuit. The $200,000 lawsuit. It would have been more if you guys would have stood in there because they would have went for millions. How you mistreated women in that office. And you have the audacity to say, we're here for members first for brothers and sisters. Sisters as women. You mistreated those women inside that office. That's why it was a lawsuit. You didn't respect the women there. And then when you heard somebody disrespecting the women there, you did nothing of it. So you want to put members first. Members, you know, teams and sisters are part of the membership. So you accepted the the violation of the, the girls inside the office, so you going to respect the Teamster sisters in Local 804? Come on. Get your shit together. Give, give us the reason. Give the members the reason why you want to run, why, what you're going to do. Like I said, if you're in good standards, anyone's in good standards for the 24 months because... Someone thought it was 12 months, but it's 24 months in the bylaws, 24 months and being in good standards. You have every right to run. Anyone, anyone has the right to run. Anyone. As long as you pay your union dues every month on time, not a penny less than the union due. If the union due is $60, that's what you got to pay. $60, not $39.99. And like I said, if you're going to run because somebody's calling me good. Union Power Radio. Hold on a second. I can't hear you. Can you hear me? You can hear me, but I can't hear you. Why is that? Hold on a second. How about now? I don't know what is going on, why you're, I can't hear you at all. 
Anyway, let me see if I can fix this and I'll call you right back. Oh, he hung up anyway. So anyway, um, it is what it is. And I'm going to go... I'm going to go deep into it as the days come on. We have another What The Heck show here next Sunday with uh, your host, uh, Tony Rosario and Jane Holligan, um, Hooligan. And I think Carl will be added on to the list, which I think is a good thing. I think it's a good thing that the more members, like this radio station, is it's been going on for years with me and Centron, and it's going to continue going on for years. If I'm on the I'm on the mic or I'm not on the mic, I I produce this whole radio show. I have the equipment to produce the radio show, and the reason I do this out of my time, my free time. This is this is you know disclosure, a disclaimer, as they say, have everyone puts it out. You know, all my opinions are my opinions. It's just what I'm expressing and trying to educate you guys of what's going on out there. So. You know, whatever I say, it comes on me. My number is three four seven four zero three zero seven zero five. You can wait after the show to call me. That's my f- main number. You can you can uh, you can call the show and let the people, let the members, let the brothers and sisters hear what you have to say of what I'm talking about. Do it that way. But I know what's going to happen. They're going to go behind the keyboard. They're going to talk. They smack. You know, la, 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 get a reaction. This is what they do. They can't, they, they they won't call the show, talk live, stop hiding behind a keyboard, just talk and speak what you have to say. Let Tony and Jamie ask you guys questions. Ask you guys questions. I won't even ask you questions. I'll make sure I don't put a mic next to me. All I do is play the buttons, the buttons. Those buttons. That's it. That's what I'll do. You have the right to call up. Hold on a second. This is weird. Why is my phone ringing? And it's not ringing on my headset. Something is wrong. I know why it's wrong. Hold on a second. I just figured it out. Hey, Carl, can you hear me now? I can hear you. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Hold on a second. All right. How about now? I can still hear you. All right. Very good. What's up, Carl? What's going on? Um, Number one, one, I will be there next week. I'm excited to uh, come back on the show. As long as the guy in the beginning of the show announces my name improperly like he does for Tony and and Jamie. (laughs) So I got you. Don't let me me announce your name because I fuck everybody's name up. Well, you can call me Carl, you can call me Dave, whatever. Um, but I wanted to ask you, because I'm noticing this on Facebook, you said it a couple of times today. What is this with the 24 months? Like, why Why is that such a... Why do people keep talking about it? Does somebody not know this information, or what's well, going on? Well, we, we, because everyone... When you read the bylaws, you know, to, be, to run into office, you have to have a 24 months good standings with your union dues. A lot of people are calling the whore and saying how many months I have to be in good standings. It's in the bylaws, 24 months. People are telling them 12 months. 
in good standing to run in for office. It's not 12 months. So I'm putting it out there because the bylaw simply says 24 months. We didn't change the bylaws when we got into the hall. It's been like that for decades. It's the IBT bylaws, the constitutional, that is, you have to be in good standings for 24 months. What is your question about that? No, no, no. My question, because people are, like, it's, it's, it's constantly being mentioned. I'm wondering, is there somebody that's not in good standing that's running? Uh, we, we don't know that. Oh, okay. We, we don't know that. I, well, I mean, do you I was know, on, do you know I was something? on workers' comp last, last year in, uh, from June to September. And I took a withdrawal card. Am I not in good standing? You're not in good standing. Oh, shit. I yeah. can't run. So when you have a withdrawal card, uh, that means that we don't take away union dues from you or the company doesn't take union dues from you. So you will be out of on the withdrawal card. Now, when you come back in, that's, uh, you know, let, you know more money in your pocket. But when you come back in, you put another withdrawal card in and then you get unions to take it out. Now, if you don't do that withdrawal card and you're out on comp or disability uh, and you're not paying union dues, it just adds up all the way to when you come back to work. And when you come back to work, you're going to get hit with a bill of $3,000 of union dues that you didn't pay. So with the withdrawal card, you are, you, you are you're dismissed from paying those union dues while you're out. Gotcha. So I guess me, Tony, and Jamie can't run the slate against Hector. Why? That's what we we were going to call it the slate against Hector. And why? We were just going to run the three of us. Why you guys can't run against me? Because I'm not in good standing. What it's about gotta Jamie? To, it's going to have to be just Tony and Jamie. Sorry, guys. I, I can't run with you. All right. <laughs> 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 uh, I just want to call in and, and to let everybody know I didn't show up today, not because I didn't want to, but because I just came home from vacation yesterday and it was a long day of travel. But I will be there next week. And I said something in the chat before. I want to shout out my manager, Adam Lapidus. Uh, last time I was on the show, he told me I did a great job. And I told him to tune in next time, and I'll shout him out. So I wanted to keep up my end of the deal. Wait, 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 so, wait. You mean to tell me management are listening to this little radio station? You, do you believe that shit? They went up I, to you? I, when he told me, I was like, are you kidding me? You tune in? I was impressed. <laughs> I was happy. That's why I don't give a fuck, because I don't give a fuck if management is listening. I don't give a fuck. I say what I got to say. Fuck you if you're listening. I don't give a fuck. And I just want to quickly, before I hang up, I want to give a shout out to Jonah Lane and, and Greg Kerwood for staying tuned in to this 804, you know, election stuff that's going on. I know they're not in 804, but they are 804 by adoption. But they, they stayed tuned in this whole show. Listening to you go off. Let me so, tell you. Let me to them. listen. Is it any different from when I used to do the show before? No. No. I tell you no. how it is. What I see, I'm just putting it out there for people to understand that is all bullshit. You don't put something on a bio and says, you know, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I'll learn you. But you're wrong. You were wrong for putting that out. You think he was wrong for putting that out about me? I think he definitely should have done research before he put it out there. And if they're the question I asked you, I didn't ask you that. I said, I'm sorry? I, the question I asked you, you think it was wrong for him to put that shit out on me? Absolutely. That's what I, I, I think this whole election needs to be run on merits and not on bashing. I, I don't think anybody should be bashing anybody. Did you hear at the, the bio? The, at the end of the day, we're all on the same team. We all wear the same jersey and we're all fighting the same demons. So. 
I think we should all be on the same team. Tell me what you're going to do. All right, I'm going to ask you a question about this because this is your guy from your center. Uh, what do you think about him saying this? There were two reasons why I came back. Three reasons, actually. One, to clear Danny's name because the present board lied. Their whole existence to get into office was built on a lie, to lie about Danny Montalvo. What, what do you think about that? that his whole three, three, he only said one reason, but he said that he had three reasons why he wants to get back into the, the off, you know, to the hall is to clear Danny's name. Is that a members first type of thing? Well, I will say it, it's, it's not members first, that, that particular thing, but I don't think that EMS, when EMS ran three years ago, they did not run on, bashing anybody they ran on what they were going to do now you've been around differently now you've been around when they were in strong correct i'm sorry you were around when they ran for strong correct yes eddie vialta was actually my shop steward before he became president okay so now quick question to you did they ever when they were running in strong did they ever talk about ron carey and his legends anything about ron carey when they were running the only time I ever heard Ron Carey's name was when uh, I would talk to guys like Vinny and, and Tommy Oliver and Dominic DiDomenico and Richie Palakowski because they, uh, they were big fans of Ron Carey. I, unfortunately, I think when I came in in 2008, it was Ron Carey's last year, so I wasn't fortunate enough to be a teamster under Ron Carey, but uh, I heard great things. But from guys, like I said, Vinny and, and D-Dom and everybody else. Right. Now, now they're running on a campaign because they never mentioned Ryan Carey because they didn't want to mention when they were running for Strong, uh, Murphy and Montalbo. They never mentioned Ryan Carey. As a matter of fact, they wanted to take the name of Ron Carey off the wall up in the hall upstairs. Um, and now, all of a sudden, you hear them saying everything about Ryan Carey. And I'm going to give you, I know you're running, running. I just don't want to feel like I'm talking to myself for a whole two hours, but I, I got you on the phone. Hold on. Ron did. Ron instilled a work ethic in, in the board that he was, that he worked with. He worked hard until he got to the IBT. Unfortunately, things didn't go his way, and, and um, they were trumped up charges on him, and they got him out of office. That was a sad day in this country for union. That was a sad day about Ron Carey. They, ne- they never ran with that before on Strong. Now they're running with it because they, they're not going against Tim Sylvester because Tim Sylvester was a big Ron Carey guy. Right. Uh, and, and a lot of people are a big uh, Ron Carey guy. So my question, you know, to you is that, you know, you think is is. I don't want to put you in that situation. Forget about that. Refrain. Uh, forget it. No, uh, I'm, don't put me. Don't be afraid to put me in any situation. Anybody because, who has anything to say to me, I'll be back to work in two weeks. So yeah, because I'll, you know I'll I, talk to whoever needs to talk to they, me. They, ahead, they, 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 they are going with this Ron Carey thing, and he, he, they, he sounded, but his facial, if you look at it, he don't sound upset that they have fraud, uh, you know, bullshit Trump charges on Ron Carey. But when they got into office, that's exactly what they did. They did exactly what they did to Ron Carey. But he's saying it was a sad day for Ron Carey, and unfortunately that it happened to him. But when they got into office, they put up those Trump charges against members. You know, I, I, don't, I don't understand him saying that on his bio, that, he, you know, he, he feels that members should, uh, you know, board members shouldn't put charges on members, or yes, it's okay to do it because well, we did it. Well, let me cut you off. I'm sorry. Uh, the charges brought up against, I don't know the charges that were brought up against Ron Carey. I don't know 
trumped up, not trumped up. I, I like I said, it was before I was born in the company. Um, but the charges brought up against Tim Sylvester did hold merit. He was found. He was found innocent, or he was found not guilty. But they were they they did have some merit as far as you know the money. It wasn't necessarily stolen. He did take the money that was owed good, to him. Good that you said that. However, I'm it's, sorry. It's good that you said that. The money was not stolen. Money. It was their money from their vacation time, and the only thing that he did wrong. The only thing that I see that he deserves a discipline on it because he was the principal officer at the time and he should know better is not telling the members that they're taking that money. Well, Hector, I just thought of this right now. It's kind of like when you go to the bank, if you got a thousand dollars in the bank, if you don't fill out a, a withdrawal slip to take that thousand dollars out and you just hop behind the counter and take it. One is within your rights because it's your money. The other one is no, robbing a bank. No, that's totally different. It's not like he fucking held the membership uh, with no, guns no, no. thrown. He didn't hold us hostage. It was his money. So you mean to tell him the proper procedures? Yeah, but you're telling what you're saying is that if if he drops a ten dollar bill on the floor, okay, or someone drops a ten dollar bill on the floor and he picks it, or his, I'm fucked up, right? I'm Puerto Rican. You gotta excuse me. Uh, I'm only saying the only. If you drop only, a ten dollar, um, it doesn't. I was only it, saying it, it that way because I know, but it he, doesn't. He didn't follow the proper procedures. It, that's not. I got and, that, as but far as taking the money, but that's, that's not. That's that's a bad example. You saying that? Oh, you know, he went into the bank and took the fucking money because he didn't have a withdrawal card. That's like saying to him that he stole the money. And you got to understand, he did not steal their own money. It was money that they had held up from the vacation. And the only thing he did wrong, and I'm still to this day, that he should have got some kind of discipline for it, is not notifying the membership by the bylaws that he was going to take that $200,000 and give it to the guys uh, for their vacation because they earned it and it was there. It was in the bank. That's all he did wrong. He didn't steal no money. It was their money to the get-go. So that's why, right. but these he, guys made it look like. procedures are put in place for a reason. And unfortunately, like I said, he didn't follow the proper procedures and was, quote, unquote, caught with his, with his hand in the cookie jar. No, However, that's a wrong thing, too. He wasn't caught. How you get, listen, if you have a cookie jar in your house, you put those cookies in there. Okay, is that stealing from you? You your hands in the cookie jar because you're stealing cookies from your own self? Come on, you can't say that. You're saying it the wrong way. They did not steal, so it was his hand was in the right cookie jar. It was his money. It was their money. The only thing he did not do right, and I keep telling you, and I don't think you understand that he didn't follow the bylaws by telling the membership that he was taking that amount of money to pay off all the uh, vacations that were held back. Right. Well. I'm trying to say the same thing, but my examples <laughs> either suck or maybe they're not. They're, yeah, you're thinking my of a, Spanish you're, is not very good looking. Maybe, but you're thinking like a criminal. Maybe, maybe they're coming across wrong. You're but I'm, yeah, you, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to say the same thing. Yeah, well, that's what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to fucking make you understand that what the way you're saying it, examples, it's the evil laugh. Uh, it's, it's, it's thinking that he was a criminal that he stole. He did not steal, and no, members got to understand. He took what was his. He took what was his. Without following the proper procedures. That's, that's correct. Why I said about he the did, bank thing, and like, that's why I he say he still has the thousand dollars, but he just took it without filling out the withdrawal slip. That's what I was. No, that's what I was trying to say. That's, that's not a he good didn't example. Steal it. it wasn't stolen. It was his. So that let me. It was money that was entitled to him. 
that he just didn't follow the proper procedures to get. Right. Well, that that sample was bad because if you go into the bank and take money that you don't do a withdrawal, you know, withdrawal from your account, that is stealing. That is called right. stealing, and you will be prosecuted by federal uh, officers. He did not do that, and now you got to understand he did not steal. This is what the strong slate was saying that he stole from the membership. He did not steal. He no, just it was didn't. His, it was he the, just it was didn't follow. Entitled to to everybody who didn't take their vacation. He he. The only thing that he did not do. And what every office is supposed to do when you get into office is follow the bylaws. The bylaws are there to protect the members, uh, everything, their money, their how they spend it and everything. That bylaw is strictly got to be followed by the executive officers and all the officers that are in office. They have to read. And that's when I say to you, you know, these guys, whoever, um, um, Montau, they were in office three years. They should know the bylaws, period. Everyone that's in office should know the fucking bylaws because the bylaws is what protects the whole that protects from us being trustee. It protects the members. It protects the money. It protects everything. So if everybody don't follow that bylaw, then it's going to be fucked up in that hall. Money's going to be missing and all that shit. Listen, the bylaws are this. If it's one penny, one fucking penny is missing from any of the trustees' reports or anything, that one penny could get that local trustee, period. So that's why yeah. everyone must follow the bylaws. Where can I find the bylaws if I wanted to read them? Easy. You go to teamstalocal804.org. We put it up on the website. It's there. It's the union bylaws right there. You could also you could also download the constitution of the IBT. It's all there for your – listen – before the old executives, they, they didn't put information out there for us to learn. We're putting, we're giving you that information. We want you guys to learn. We want guys like you and, and younger guys to understand what the bylaws are about, what it is to be an, an executive officer. We want you to learn because we ain't going to be there for a long time. We have to educate the new generation to continue what we're doing to forward this local 804 to make it to where, where it was now. I mean, where it was back then when John Ron Carey until now. We can't go a step backwards. We put the information. Vinnie Perone makes sure that it's on the website. The bylaws, the constitution, all that is there for your reading. And you could just sit down on your toilet like Jamie does and read and read and read. Uh, Greg um, Kerwood took our supplement and he said he read it in an hour. Uh, and it's, it's, you know, it's, you don't have to do it a whole hour. I mean, he's a fast reader. I mean, me, it would have took me a long time because of, uh, you know, the pictures. No pictures there. Cool translate, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but, you know, Craig read our supplement, and he saw a lot of things in our supplement that is, is real good, and he was surprised to have, and, and that's what it is. People read our supplements, and they say, shit, 804 got good shit. And Right. That's why what you guys were saying last week when you guys were saying that uh, all the, all the uh, locals around the country should get together and form the best supplement by looking at all the different supplements yes that's that's, that's great. great he's got a page idea. for that he's got a contract page on facebook that everyone puts in they you know two cents in it and then they i mean that's how it should be it should what's that what the hell you want ice cream the ice cream man's coming by that's you oh, yeah that that's you. the ice cream man oh the ice cream man is coming like eddie murphy yeah. mom throw me down some money <laughs> uh so you know 
the, the, the stuff is there for you to learn. You know, we can't force, we could give you the contract, but we can't force you to read it, you know? And, and the book is better, the cover, the inside of the book is better than the cover. Because the cover, oh, yeah. could, I, I like the. I've been reading the contract. The contract's yeah. pretty interesting. It is interesting. It is it's some, the maroon one, right? It, it, the maroon one, right? Not the black one that these guys okay. put out. You know, I don't know what it, they got. Whatever. It is what it is, man. <laughs> it's just you know, I I I had to do this show because I was getting so frustrated inside that I'm hearing all this shit that they're putting out there, and they have nothing. They, I want to know what are you gonna do? What's your, you know, Ryan, uh, Ryan Kelly says that his team has a plan and a. Uh, let me let you hear this real quick. Our team can deliver a new way forward, and we have a plan, and we have a a formula where we can bring this local and elevate it to a new level that we that no one's ever seen. He's a scientist. He's got a formula going now. You believe? You know, he's got a formula to make this local. Well, well, I'm curious if if they if for whatever reason they don't win, will they share the formula? They're not going to share the formula because there's no formula there. You know, the formula is do the right thing, have a good panel, have a good Q and A. You know who and that team that you saw, who's going to do what Scott does? I just don't see it. I don't see no one doing what Scott does in that in that slate. I really don't see it. Yeah, Scott. Scott's a uh, Scott's a hard worker. I don't I used, see. I used to think he was listen, lazy. That's what I heard. Between him, Pete, and Lou and Josh, those are four. Is I don't know who can do that job. I don't know Scott, who in Scott that slate. My phone calls and text messages on the weekends. <laughs> he does. Well, not according to they. These guys. These guys said that they don't. You know, that well, we don't. We don't work at all. Right? We we never in the buildings, you know. We don't do anything, so I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Maybe they. Uh. I got a question for you though. Yeah. What if you can divulge any information? What is EMS's plan if they if they win this election? What's their plan for the next three years? What, because you guys what, what? set a pretty high bar. With the first three years, I'm curious to see what else you're going to show us in the next three years if you guys do win. Well, like like Ken, uh, John Guest said that Vinnie Perome is the worst sitting president ever in local 804. Remember that on Facebook? I, I don't think I've ever seen him sit. He said he said Vinnie Perone is the worst. And I'm gonna tell you something. Vinnie Perone brought this local back to where it was. The way he does things. The way. Uh, the panel is the Q and A. I mean, if and on, let's say on a twenty-two, you know, if they lose one out of twenty, that's 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 a fucking home run. That means we're well, there's, doing. There's we're, a lot of talk about these drop letters that are being sent to to certain people, and I, I've heard. All right, so I've let heard, me give you a sample. Okay. I give you a sample of a drop letter, not the drop letter. You mean to tell me that we don't take the case? That's what I'm told. Okay. Yeah, that you guys are so, cases. So put yourself on, on a BA's uh, shoes, and now you're going in because a guy's being discharged. And they say, we have film to prove our case towards you before we go to arbitration. So prove to me that this member did something absolutely wrong. That he deserves to be fired, or he like deserves. Like crayon out of manager's you, face. Just show me, just show me, you know, the proof. Just like I tell you, by show me the fucking proof. Right. 
And then you get you go in there, you go into the LP room, you see a film. You see the film of a you uh of the truck going, making a right turn, stopping, arguing with someone, taking his diet board, smashing it over the head of the person, running after the person with the diet board. Now, all the evidence is there that this you you know, the the member did all this because he was fighting with his ex-girlfriend and his ex-girlfriend came to the route and they argue he pulled he could have kept going he could have kept going because he had no stops there he saw her he stopped he got out of the truck with the diet board in his hand he hits her numerous times not one twice three almost 10 times over the head with the diet board and then when she got up to you know to get away he chases her would you take that to a panel uh, no, that's that. I mean, the the panel's costing us money, so I mean, that's. I'm just saying. The proof is in the pudding, right there. No, I, I don't. I don't. I don't okay. think I would. But what do I know? You know, will you take that to panel as a BA, as as as, as a guy that's representing you know the members? When no, you, I think everybody needs to take their medicine for what they do. I mean, there are certain things that are left up to uh, discretion, where you guys have a fighting chance of winning the case, but something like that, where it's right there, right in front of you on video in black and white. It's kind of hard to not only to not only that, that case. not only he took the diet board and beat the shit out of her. He got locked up too. They both got locked up because she pulled out a knife on him. He and we we were gonna do uh you know self defense, but it wasn't a self defense. It was an act that the member stopped. He could have kept going because. She, you know, he said he threw she threw something at at the truck, and she and the film says no. You know, she didn't do anything. She didn't prevent him from stopping. He stopped the truck, and you know, he went after. And they both got locked up because there was a, a knife found on the scene, and he insulted uh, assaulted her with the diet boy. This so, driver got locked up on the route. Hmm. Wow. So. Cases like that, you know, Jonah Lane says, yes, it's bullshit. You should take every case to panel. Because, you know, some cases you cannot take to panel. That's one of the cases that you cannot take to panel. I mean, what is a does a panel case cost us extra money? It absolutely does. It absolutely does. If you have a if you have a lose lose may cost. So let me ask you a question. So if you rather just put a lose lose, spend money on a lose lose uh, situation, and you know, and then when it's time for a win win uh, for the members, because this is all what we do is for the members. You know that case in particular, and I'm just putting a sample out there. That case in particular, why would an executive board agree to take that case when it's blankly, the, the video is there, the assault, the arresting, and everything is there. They have, the company has the right of every proof. We're going to take that to arbitration to hear the arbitrator says, why you guys didn't just not come here? I'm, this, is, this is easy ruling. So no, that, Jonah Lane says, no matter cardinal, what the member did, sin. like like we've talked, like uh, we talked about it on the show before, and I've talked with other people, there are certain cardinal sins that it's hard to defend. It is, if, and, if and let me tell you something: every every slate, God forbid, you know, if a member gets caught with the the merchandise in his pocket as as he's walking out of the building, it's kind of hard to defend. Like, oh, I didn't realize the cell phone jumped in my pocket. It's it's hard to defend that. So how do you so, defend? How do you how do you defend this? 
a guy goes into a, a cell phone store with two cell phones that they have tracking devices in it because they have been a lot of cell phone missing. They go in, they, they follow the guy, they wait outside, they see the, the member going in, going in with two cell phones, comes out counting money, counting money, which was almost like $400, counting the money as he's walking towards the truck. Now, those cell phones not supposed to be delivered there. Now, what do you do? The, the, the camera shows him giving the cell phone. The camera shows him getting the money. The camera shows him walking out, counting. And then you have LP, three of them, watching this whole transaction happens. What do you do? How you do you prove? Me, man. I, I don't know. I, what I, what I do you? Know how I, and then he admits, and then he admits, this is, this is not the only, and then he admits to six other phones. What do you do? You take a case like that to arbitration when the arbitrator is going to say, well, he admitted to it. Why the fuck are we here? He admitted yeah, to I'm, it. I'm curious to know how anybody can build a case to to help that. I mean, so Jonah listen, Lane is, they, is Jonah... somebody got OJ off a, a murder. So I guess anything is defendable. But, you know, it's 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 almost impossible. Right now, we we usually take every case into panel, but certain ones like that, we is just I don't I don't know. For me, I I don't make that decision. The decision is made by the principal officer. I don't make right. that decision. But my if they ask me to this, you know what I think about the case, I'd be like, <laughs> you know, whatever. Uh, Joan Elaine is putting out there. He, she says you get paid to represent every member, whether you agree with their actions or not. You're absolutely right. Uh, we do do that. Um, I don't know if it's happening in your freaking local because your local. I don't. I heard beg the differ uh, six two three because if we could get uh, uh, Dana Costello, he would talk different of what your local is doing. Um, that's why I hate the dishonesty language. Yes, the dishonesty language is the dishonesty language. You're, you're dishonest, you're dishonest. Uh, you advise the members to resign and avoid prosecution. Um, well, the one member was already prosecuted because the, the cops locked him up right there on the route for the assault. So it's kind of hard to, uh, to fight that. Right. And, it, you know, in some cases is, is, is you know, the, we took we took a lot of cases. I mean, we took cases with, you know, just trying to see if we could come, you know, with DWI three times within the five years, Article Thirty Five. You know, we took cases like that because you know sometimes people fall off the wagon and they deserve to, you know, a chance, you know, a second chance, you know, just to just to get their job. I mean, we did we we put a lot of cases that we thought that uh we wasn't gonna win and we did put a lot of cases in it wind up to be like a lengthy suspension uh, you know payback uh contributions to whatever uh we won a lot of cases like that but we also lose a lot of cases that you know if if your hands in the cookie jar we can't it is what it is yours that's well, theft. I, I love when they post it when they go to panel and they uh you know they should they explain the outcomes to us and you know, Vinny will put out, you know, we won three and lost one or whatever. Yes. And then if and you ask him, he'll talk to you about the case that, that he lost and why he lost it and what happened. And, you know, he doesn't put too much information to uh, uh, too much information about the particular member. But we can all understand, OK, that was I mean, you guys tried to win it and unfortunately you lost it. That's part of the process. And that's of called and that's called transparency. 
what Vinny does, no other, no other slate has done before. He keeps everyone in form, and that's called transparency. Okay. Well, the guy's got four Facebook pages. I mean, if one gets suspended, he goes on another one. <laughs> exactly. And if another one gets suspended, he goes on another <laughs> well, one. Well, he so needs to stop getting he suspended. He's trying to because stay he, transparent he, and tell us what's going on. Exactly. So, anyway, uh, Jonah Lane disagree on the issues. Is there a process deadline? Different issues. Yes. There is different issues, and that's why sometimes the, the the principal officers make decisions. We, the BAs that are uh, putting the, this, uh, the, the cases together, we can only say, listen, it's not a good case. At the 72, the guy was lying through his teeth. Or, you know, or, you know, the, the companies are fucking bullshitters. Let's go all the way with this, with this case. We're going to win him his back pay. And usually what happens when the company doesn't, they know they don't have a good case. Either they have a side, they all time serve and be like, fuck you, it's not, the time serve is not worth the, the crime, you know, the punishment is not worth the crime, fuck that. And then they usually go to arbitration because they don't want to, we don't want to agree to their bullshit time serve shit. And we wind up winning those cases with back pay. And that's what happened to that's, the Laurelton guys. I was going to say, that's what happened with the Laurelton 10. They wanted to do uh, time serve, but there was... They didn't have they didn't have to serve any time because they didn't do anything wrong, and that's what you guys were fighting for. That and they then, did nothing and, wrong, and that's what pisses me off. That you know Ryan Kelly he goes on his little uh, bio saying that you know it was a it was a circus out there. Well, did you think it was a circus out there when you came from fucking Long Island early in the morning to support your brothers and sisters? We did have a panda. I mean, there are pandas at the circus, but no. Yeah, but I you know the panda, was, the panda, the panda. He's a panda, the panda. It was a strong demonstration to show we're not laying down for this bullshit. And, and I, that was the other thing I disagreed with what uh, Ryan Kelly said was that there were other agendas. Exactly. There was no other agenda. I didn't see not one O'Brien Zuckerman sticker. I did not see one Experience Matters sticker or, or anything. I saw the principal officer with his board and the members standing there in support of the 10 people that were let go. And we and that's and what I saw. There were people, there were politicians brought out that didn't that they had other agendas. They wanted to get their political agenda out there. But Vinnie Perone and the uh, Experience Matters slate was out there to support the ten people that got that got fired unjustly. Exactly, and that's why I, I, I it, it it took me wrong that he even spoke about it on his bio on his YouTube uh, five description people. Uh, that he talked about Laurelton, how it was a circus. But you wasn't there, my man. You live in. You used to go to. You used to be working out of that center at Laurelton. You in Suffolk. We had how many guys from Suffolk and Nassau and, and Melville to come down early morning before they they shift to protest for the members, for the sisters, for the brothers, and they did not do that. Not any of them on that slate. Anyway, Carl, thank you for calling and let, not, let me not talk to myself for the whole two hours. And I'm glad you called. We'll be together to, uh, next week uh, live with Jamie and Tony and Carl here on the What The Heck Show. Thank you, Carl, for calling in. And anybody, thanks, brother. And so and it, I'm going to put this on podcast as soon as I'm done here. And I want to thank everyone for listening to my Fucking whole hour, two hours of fucking talking about local 804 politics. I apologize, but this is something that I always done before when I did the radio show until these guys got 
involved with Jamie and uh, Tony. Um, I'm sorry that if I bore you guys, I'm sorry. You can listen to it again on podcast tonight. And I just want to say, listen, if you're going to run on your merits, run on your merits, please. I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll take that in. Run on your merits. Don't put bullshit out there because, you know, and I forgot to talk about this, but I heard Murphy is going around my centers that I deal with to try to get dirt on me. You stupid motherfucker. Call me, 347-403-0705. If you got to ask anybody, ask me personally. Don't go around looking for dirt, motherfucker. You're a little weasel. Anyway, thank you for call. Thank you for calling for call. Thank everyone for listening. This is the What The Heck Show. We'll be back on next Sunday, the 22nd. Uh, different location, not in my house. And peace out, my brothers and sisters. I'll have a good week and have a good rest of the Sunday. Peace. Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with your hosts, Tony Rosario and Jamie Hayes.